Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling podcasts. Welcome to the Funkit Post Wrestling Wednesday, because it's Wednesday somewhere, obviously. And so much to discuss, so many things to discuss. Let's jump right into it, right? So we look at SmackDown, Raw, AW, and then, of course, WrestleMania is just around the corner. Do you feel like WrestleMania? Because I certainly don't, but we still look at it, of course. So let's start with the SmackDown last week. What happened? So, of course, first, on this day, I wish I could sing, the rated R superstar is back, cutting a promo, saying that he snapped it, but that they woke him up and all those stipulations just make him, I know, stronger, more focused, and they will see what, they got themselves into heartfelt promo like I'm gonna take what is mine and that's probably why it's not gonna happen but more on this later uh, but yeah so the rated R superstar <laughs> um, is all heated up the first match was an eight-man tag team match with a uh, Sigler and Root Zigood <laughs> with Jed Gable and Otis via the mysterious Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins of course um yeah, there was decent dish, not too long, not too short. Everyone hits their hits their moves, of course. Um, in the end, it was the heels that Puka, uh, Puka picked up the victory um, after a frog splash by Otis. All good, I think. It's getting a bit stale there because it's always the same people involved. So um, after WrestleMania, time to move on, I think. Um, we then had <laughs> Corey Graves moderating the Seth Rollins and Cesaro face-off. Um, let me sum, sum it up in one word. Swing. Cesaro said swing 7,000 times, which didn't do anything for him. Like Cesaro is over. Fans, we love Cesaro. We want to see him win. We want to see him have titles. But then writing promos like this for him is just annoying. Just let him talk off the cuff. He's much better at that. Than, that, was, that was terrible. Uh, we then moved on to a women's tag team chaos. <laughs> I have to read. Natalia, Tamina, of course, they took on the champion, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. And Reginald was there again, of course. It all went down to brawl and everybody got involved. And, ah, yeah, I mean, I understand why. Not a big fan of like all those brawling, like get everybody involved and like weird stuff. But it is what it is. What, it is. what I'm a fan of is Sami Zayn's conspiracy theory trailer. Um, he was there with Logan Paul, right? Logan Paul, not the guy that fi fighting Ben Askren, Logan Paul, the big brother, um, uh, was just there as a guest of Sami Zayn's and all, first very friendly, then Zayn rolls the trailer and Logan Paul is like, what did I just watch? And he's like, what did you, what did you, what do you think? And Logan Paul is like, well, you tried. <laughs> and then Kevin Owens comes out as Stan Zayn. That was fun. Um, Sami Zayn is awesome uh, can't wait for that match at Wrestlemania um, I don't need Logan Paul but whatever brings eyes to the product I guess Bianca Belair versus Camilla of course Camilla doesn't stand a chance of course Camilla is trying to outwit her out sneak attack her doesn't work of course Bianca Belair standing tall Sasha Banks there thinks about interfering Bianca says like hey hey wait Let's wait uh, until WrestleMania. And then, yeah, she points at WrestleMania, Sasha Banks, with, with the title up. Yeah, it's going to be fun, hopefully. We had a street fight then to cap things off between Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso one more time. One more time. Um, 
Back and forth, of course. Of course, Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, their edge uh, out there commentary, I believe. Um, of course, then Edge gets offended by the commentary saying something like, uh, Brian is the best, whatever. And then eventually everything brawls, chaos uh, ensues. Brian hits Edge, throws him against the steel st steps in the end. And before, of course, he finishes Jey Uso, um, uh, picks up the victory via submission. He takes out um, Edge. He runs up the ramp, knees Roman, takes out Roman, um, applies the submission, And then that's that. So Brian standing tall. This would, in theory, indicate that Brian might not win at WrestleMania. But more in the predictions. Let's move on to Monday Night Raw. Let's make it fast so we're getting over, over with it, right? So we started H.S. Styles with Xavier Woods one more time. Also here. Um, not a good match. Um, not a bad match. It was just very short. Nothing much happened. Uh, Kofi Kingston on the outside threw a microphone at almost to distract AJ Styles. Um, so then uh, Xavier Woods picked up the, win uh, the victory. Wasn't really necessary. Wasn't really great. Entertaining? Yeah, sure. I mean, the New Day is always kind of entertaining. So um, not great. Not mad at it, though. You need to build to WrestleMania somehow, right? Uh, we had Braun Strowman... Uh, Killing Elias and Jackson Riker. Obviously, they had a quick beatdown of him, but he power slams everyone, of course, um, because he's stupidly strong. Uh, we then saw Asuka and Rhea Ripley versus Shayna, Baseline, Nia Jax. Huh, Asuka and Rhea Ripley in a tag team match. I wonder how this goes. Exactly. So Asuka um, was eventually had the upper hand. Um, was I think going on the turnbuckle? Rhea Ripley pushes her off into uh, Basler and Jax, and so Asuka just gets decimated. And Rhea Ripley turns on Asuka. Who would have thought that? Huh? Surprise, surprise. Uh, Cedric Alexander versus Bobby Lashley. More surprises, <laughs> of course. Sheldon Benjamin was out there as well. So. Um, He tried to distract Bobby Lashley a little bit and so on. But of course, um, while Cedric Alexander got some offense in, um, Bobby Lashley, of course, applied the hurt lock. Then Sheldon Benjamin tried to get involved and he then he applied the hurt lock to Sheldon Benjamin too. So they didn't look all weak, but of course, Bobby Lashley looks like this unstoppable monster right now. We then had Riddle. I still, I'm still mad that the hurt business is over, by the way. WWE, that was not cool. Okay, then we saw Riddle versus Mustafa Ali because that's just what we do. Um, Riddle, I, by the way, that sounds condescending, and I like they have chemistry, so I like I like them. It's just I would like to see something new once in a while. I know that's that's a tough task to ask WWE, but sometimes new matches would be cool. But Riddle Mustafa Ali uh, was was fun for what it was. That stupid animation and bitch, oh god! Don't get me started on this. Uh, Riddle picks up the victory, though, of course. Um, then we had Drew McIntyre <laughs> versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, I'm never a big fan of Baron Corbin um, unless he's talking smack. Mm, but he does okay in those big man versus big man matches. He just he looks the part, right? So he can he can hold his own there. Um, of course, in the end, though, uh, Drew McIntyre uh, obviously hits claimers for the victory and stands tall that wasn't a great episode it wasn't the worst one so not i don't need to hand out another strike to roll here but it wasn't that great and there's a go home show for wrestlemania <sighs> not that psyched 
Uh, okay, let's talk about what I'm psyched for, um, about, with, <laughs> not a native speaker. Um, AW Dynamite, of course. So let's talk about AW Dynamite. Uh, we started things off with Hangman Adam Page versus Max Caster, uh, of course, with Anthony Bounds. Uh, and Max Caster, the intro is amazing, right? Um, Adam Page didn't seem to be too amused by that. Uh, while Caster got a bit of offense in, in obviously um, Adam Page outlasted him, taking uh, taking the victory here, of course. Then we had the best friends interrupting the death triangle, saying, hey, guys, we're here. We're in full force. You attacked us last year. We don't forget these things. Um, so we're back, back in action, back together, and we feel so strong. Um, so beware. Then... The best promo this year, the best promo in ages, the inner circle, Chris Jericho, had one of the best promos in a long time. Check it out. If you haven't watched AW and you say, I don't have time to watch everything, watch this. Jericho is on fire. They even had to bleep him, which was amazing. Um, so he was on fire, 10 minute promo or something, I think. Um, amazing, maybe a bit, bit, bit less, uh, but that was amazing. Chris Jericho, heads up, that was fantastic, and I'm psyched, and I'm a fan of of the Inner Circle now. I can't wait for the match between the Inner Circle and the Pineapple. It's going to be just fantastic. All those references in between by Jericho uh, to the list, um, the scarf, to how he calls MJF my jerk of friend. <laughs> It's just fantastic. It's Jericho at his best. Maybe they took his bubbly away for two weeks or something. It's awesome. It's phenomenal. Check it out. It was, it was great. I, I was just smiling all the way through. Awesome. Okay, then we had a Godzilla versus Kong match. <laughs> hey, WWE. Um, Jurassic Express versus Bear Country. It was a bit lame. Like Jurassic Express, like this fast-paced um, match-style Bear Country. Not really. So they didn't really gel together. Even JR was not amused. Um, let's just skip over that. And we had a TNT Championship match. Um, open challenge time. Darby Allen versus JD Drake. Because with Bononi and Nemeth uh, with him. Um, that was like jd drake left it all there and some innovative offense that was really good like when they were on the outside and then were scrambling right he just took Allen and threw threw him into the into the ropes from the outside so he bounces back to the outside and then he just blasts him that was fantastic so jd drake was a few really cool moves and was so close to putting darby Allen away and he just missed the moonsault at the end um, which then eventually would lead after Allen bites his finger on the top rope or on the second rope um, for Allen being able to hit like the the avalanche code red and then uh, the coffin drop for the victory after the match of course hardy family office attacking from out of nowhere Butcher and the Blade, of course, um, also like threatening to finish Allen. Um, then, of course, Dark Order and Sting coming out as well and making the save. Then, and backstage, Chris Jericho being interviewed. Then, the Pineapple Pinnacle <laughs> jumps Chris Jericho and brawling, kicking the sh out of him. To, to the ring and was like where's the inner circle and then we see on the screen that the inner circle got locked in in their own locker room so they had to break out through the door trying to kick the door out uh, and then the pineapple pineapple pinnacle see now I'm mixing it up 
Oh, it's about Wardlow is about to powerbomb Jericho through an, a, a table on the outside when Mike Tyson's music hits. Mike Tyson comes to the ring, tears off his shirt, um, scares everybody out of the ring, except Sean Spears is too slow. And so Sean Spears gets the beating, well, gets the beating by Mike Tyson. Then eventually the inner circle comes out, um, sent the heels off, standing tall. And then Tyson and Jericho make up, handshake, hug. Huh. Well, it's cool stuff. It's, uh, Mike, Mike Tyson seems to really enjoy this stuff, uh, which is cool. Uh, very much, very much just enjoying seeing Tyson there. It was cool. Um, Academy had Ty Conti and the Bunny, of course. Um, yeah, not bad. It's never bad, but then you know that I'm not a big fan of like all those outside interferences, interferences. And so I took a few notes just to don't forget everything. So um, the bunny then attacked Hikaru Shida. Um, then the brawl started between the Dark Order and the Hardy Family Office, of course. Distraction. Um, then Bunny with the candlestick. Then Shida interfering again. Did I forget anything? <laughs> um, then Conti with the superplex. Um, and then took the win victory. So there was just a bit too much interference. I think I got it all. Uh, I hope so. Hmm. So good match. The interference is just not what I really what I really like if it's too much. What I then liked at the end, of course, again, the trios match with John Moxley and the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. And I like it, but I also have one piece of criticism for it. So first, great match. Back and forth, lots of fast-paced action, but also lots of brawling with the Good Brothers, of course. That was cool. So lots of back and everyone against everyone. they all giving it to each other. Fantastic. In the end, it all breaks down to then... Um, Omega trying to hit a V-trigger setting up for the V-trigger on one of the bucks was it Matt? not sure one of the bucks uh, before he can do so Moxley jumps into the ring blasts him with a lariat like that, that looked really brutal nice good job um, and then so they take over then the bucks eventually even hit uh, the more bang for your buck so there's the double move and then both to like those what is, it? is it a moonsault is it a backward moonsault how do you but you know the the more bang for your buck move right so they hit it after slow hesitation and then they pick they pick him up and they're about to to deliver the bte trigger right and then they go up and then nick already has the hand up to go like let's go and matt is struggling i don't know and then moxie is like come on man what the hell then uh, Matt is like, okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Then they go again, and Matt still can do it, can pull, pull the trigger. So then Moxley comes in, tags himself in, like slapping Matt, pushes him away, like really mad, of course, grabs Omega, and then just hits him, like <laughs> by looking looking at, uh, at the Young Bucks, hitting the paradigm shift once, hitting the paradigm shift twice, puts him in a choke hold. The Bucks are like, hey man, that, that's enough. And then he sets up for a third paradigm shift and then the Bucks super kick him. Both of them super kick him. <sighs> Eddie Kingston comes out, tries to help Moxley. The Good Brothers attack Eddie Kingston. Uh, also, of course, then hit their finisher on, on him. So he's out there, um, the magic killer. And then, yeah, they beat up Moxley even more. Then they drag Omega over Moxley, so he wins. And then after the victory, they even hold up Moxley one more time between them. And then the Young Bucks super kick him one more time. So this is interesting. 
and yeah about to be expected or not i don't know uh, maybe not that fast and then they they, they tried to celebrate with the two speed uh i think was it nick or matt was like yeah but they all embrace and kind of have a group hug in the end uh the pro the only problem i have here is all well done everyone did a great job there um the only problem I have is I've seen it before. <laughs> we've seen it. We see. We've seen it in in, in New Japan, right? When uh, the Bucks and Omega were like feuding, kinda, and then they having like those remorseful feelings and like, oh, it's my friend. I can't do it. So we've seen it a little. We've seen it before with the exact cast, basically. So that's just the only piece of criticism I have there. Other than that, awesome match. Um, it was lots of fun again. Um, AW is still winning the wrestling wars right now, I believe. Okay, so that's that's it for the recap. Now, after the recap, of course, we have to have a quick outlook. And, well, here it goes. The outlook. WrestleMania 37 this weekend. What's going to happen? Two nights of WrestleMania because one is not enough. First of all, the WrestleMania logo. What in the world? Kindergarten? What's happening? Terrible. Terrible. Okay, so... Night one, starting off, I'm I'm guessing they could they could change the order, of course. But we have the Raw Tag Team Championship between the New Day, yes it is, and AJ Styles and Omos. It would be weird. I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise if AJ Styles and Omos would take it because AJ Styles is fantastic. It's, he's phenomenal, um, and Omos seems to have lots of potential, and he's big. Um, probably dump like in the term in in. The, in a WWE storyline universe. Um, I think the New Day takes it. AJ Styles and almost miscommunication, breaking up, then they're feuding or whatever. I would like to see AJ Styles in a, in a more prominent role again, though. Then we have Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. And if this is not the time to put Cesaro over, <sighs> WWE, this is... Cesaro had many of those moments where he was close to being like on the next level, hitting the next level. And the fans are always with him. So if you again bury him here, the shitstorm is gonna gonna break loose. Like, wow, so please, that's the easiest decision of them all. It needs to be Cesaro. Also an easy decision for probably the worst match of the night, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage match. <sighs> no, I'm not even talking about this, no. No. Bump Shane over out. Um, just saw on my list the next one. Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miss and John Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Uh, of course, Bad Bunny and Damien Priest are going to win this thing. Um, let's just hope that Miss and Morrison are able to, I don't know, turn shit into gold one more time because they're clearly the ones who can do that let's hope they find a way to somehow make this entertaining we then have the smackdown women's championship between sasha banks and bianca belair and we know that sasha banks barely ever defends any title <laughs> and she's been holding on to this title now for longer than we ever thought <laughs> so of course bianca belair is taking that um then we have the wwe championship bobby lashley versus drew mcintyre and yeah i think they took the belt of drew to give it back to him in front of an audience even though i don't like it this 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 sympathy here win one more time but yeah drew mac i think drew mcintyre is gonna probably take this 
while I'm saying this, I mean, then the Bobby Lashley title run would have been really short, though. I, I think Drew um, wouldn't be mad or surprised if Body B takes it. To be honest, I don't really care about that one. I'm sorry. Let's move on to night two. Let's see if there's more to care about. We have the United States Championship between Madden and only Riddle and Sheamus. <laughs> yeah, Sheamus takes that, right? Um, Riddle probably too stoned or something, just choking around, having fun. And Sheamus just bro kicks him. Um, maybe there's some interference or something. I don't know. But I, I don't dig Riddle as a champion it's in, in that persona that he has to portray right now. That is. I would dig him as like his normal self. But not at this stone persona that's just annoying. Match of the night. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. Of course, Logan Paul is going to be involved to some extent. I'm guessing maybe keeping Sami Zayn from using a weapon or whatever. I don't know. But then Kevin Owens, of course, is going to take that one. But this should be an amazing match. I can't wait. I hope Sami Zayn can let loose again and doesn't stick too much to his persona and shows like this dive through the turnbuckles again and stuff like this. Like all NXT times. I can't wait. This has the potential to be the WrestleMania match. I can't wait. Cannot wait. This and Cesaro versus Rollins. Yes. And we then have the Intercontinental Championship match. Big E versus Apollo Crews. The Nigerian dream. Um, dream drum match. Sorry. Nigerian drum match. Um, uh. <laughs> I mean, it's a Nigerian drum match, right? So it should benefit Apollo Crews. I'm just not sure. Maybe they're going to push Big E even further. Or if... And no, it's not racist, but I mean, you know, WWE, if Bobby Lashley loses, then maybe Big E could slip into the role of the new challenger. But then he has to, would have to lose to Apollo Crews. So that's a toss up for me. I would imagine that they could, could build Big E, fur, Big E further. But if they want to push him into, into the, the world championship title, then he's losing this to Apollo Crews. And then we have The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. I'm one of the two people in the world that actually likes Randy Orton. <laughs> I like the RKO's out of nowhere. Um, I don't like those cinematic or those weird Fiend matches. And that's going to be a weird Fiend match again. So nah, the Fiend's going to win because the Fiend needs to win at this point. Um, but I'm not looking forward to this. We then have the Raw, of course, like Alexa Bliss involved and so on, all those things. Uh, we have the Raw Women's Championship match between Asuka and Rhea Ripley. And I mean, all the build up, all the hype, Rhea Ripley's gonna take that. I just hope they let Asuka like showcase a bit of her strength and and like how strong she, she is and so on. And don't just let Rhea Ripley decimate her, but Rhea Ripley is gonna take that. And then we have the Universal Champ. Well, while I'm saying this, maybe Rhea Ripley loses and it gets on like a tear, like a really heel, heelish tear. Who knows? I still still think they go for Rhea Ripley as like the new face though. And then we have the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you because I want Edge to win because Edge is our generation, my generation's hero, right? So I want Edge to kick the living sh out of both of them. But from a people's point of view, it's the first event with an audience and forever for WWE. They probably want to send everybody home happy and not like on a like, Ugh. if Reigns wins, he's got all the heat in the world. Of course, he's, he's defeating the two most beloved wrestlers right now, right? But are they going to pull it off on WrestleMania when there are people in attendance for the first time in over a year? 
I'm not sure. So then at least Edge and Daniel Bryan. So then probably one of those two guys has to take the fall. Roman Reigns is not going to take the fall, right? So then what's going to happen? Is Daniel Bryan knee Edge into oblivion? Or is Edge going to spear De Bry and takes it? I'm afraid they will go with Daniel Bryan because he's going to be part-time soon probably. Um, so they want to give him like one last quick run, championship moment maybe. And then that's it. And the fans are going to be happy with a, with a babyface win. But I really want Edge to win. So I think Edge is being set up to lose here and to maybe then go on this like spiral that I mentioned earlier that could also happen to Rhea Ripley so that he's going to snap completely and just then after the bell kick the living daylight out of everybody. Um, but yeah, I hope Edge. I think Daniel Bryan. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Roman Reigns, but this would, be, this would require some balls on WWE's... Uh, side let me know what you think this, those are the predictions now that was the review and the predictions let's see what's going to happen um i don't feel like we're in wrestlemania season those go the go home show was weak there's another go home show in for smackdown the pre-show to wrestlemania basically um yeah so i'm not that excited i'm gonna watch somehow not all at once probably i'm not that excited right now wwe but let me know what you think maybe it's like with some of those ppvs like those pay-per-views they're not that excited and then if you watch it you're like hey that's actually really good it, it happened a few times over the past year with wwe so maybe that's one of those again let's hope for it um let me know what you think shout out on social media in the comment section wherever i appreciate it I just got uh, a message today that we're climbing the ranks here, at least in Thailand, when it comes to uh, podcasts. So thanks for this. I appreciate you. Um, keep up the good work by watching, listening, subscribing, liking, sharing, and so on. You're awesome. And, well, we talk after WrestleMania. Take care. Stay safe. I'll see you then. Yeah.